Listener Production. On today's edition of Footy Talk with Jay-Z Clark, we look at the fallout from Collingwood's win and the ruck dilemma that they now face. We'll have a look ahead to the showdown with Bernie Vincent, Mark Rusciuto, and Jay-Z will give us the big story to come out of today's footy. That's all to come on today's edition of Footy Talk. Hello, welcome to today's edition of Footy Talk on this Saturday, the 1st of April. Happy Fool's Day, Jay-Z. This is where you get all your news, analysis and everything from the world of footy. I welcome you in, Jay-Z Clark from the Herald Sun and Triple M. Take a look at last night's game. Mm, Yeah, fascinating, wasn't it, Joey? I I should have thought, or I thought that Collingwood should have won this game by 10 goals. They dominated the the first half uh, over Richmond and then... Um, some of the inaccuracy cost them. I would have thought in the, in the third quarter we can get to that in a sec, but some big news headlines to come out of it around the ruck issue and what in the hell Craig McRae is going to do for a big bloke because I'm not sure what you're thinking about doing next week, but they might pull you out of the SPP, Joey, to play you in the ruck. I think that's how desperate it's become. That was a pies by 14 points, 8-15, as you said, to Richmond 7-7. Really, as you said, Collingwood had the game on their terms for yep. basically all the first half, or the majority of the first half. Richmond, as a good team, does fight their way back in the third quarter. Yep. Collingwood withstood that and yep. were able to hold on and really deserved the win and were certainly the better team. Yep. Uh, Love the game of a few players before we get it. Jordan Dugowie, best on ground yes. again. Been a lot of talk about about him this season. He was excellent. Loved his game. Three Brownlow votes. It hit him pre-season, Joe. He was one of my early sort of smokies at 67-1. Well, he might have six votes by now because I reckon he got the three round one. Maybe him and Dacos were fighting for it. Yeah, I think you'll find that he's uh, much shorter than 60 yes. now, so I'm happy about that. Do you know what? He's a full, he's a permanent midfielder now. Yeah. You know what? 12 months ago, and I think you were actually calling for this. You know, he's playing forward and under Buckley, he was a bit more forward distance in the midfield. He's just a flat-out, pure midfielder now and he has some power and burst. It's going to be a hell of a season for Jordan to go yeah, in. He's just part of that rotation now. They do rotate between half forward and a bit of half yep. back, but they've got so many mids. But um, it, yep. was a, it was a strong performance, really enjoyed the way they went about it. But the big news, you're right, to come out of it, Tell us about the injury to Ruckman Darcy Cameron because oh. we know Max Mason Cox is going to be out for, we think, what, maybe a month, yep. maybe longer. Yep, with, with the the internal bleeding. Bruised rib, uh, hematoma. And now, <laughs> so now, what about Darcy Cameron? What's happened? So he's got a high grade uh, MCL sprain. We think it's a grade two sprain for Darcy Cameron. Now, uh, to tell something that Collingwood fans all, already clearly know, this is the one man Collingwood could least afford to lose, I would say, because they traded uh, Brody Grundy. Uh, Aiden begged the VFL Ruckman's out for another month with a, a um, with a back issue. Just mentioned Mason Cox with a hematoma. That leaves their last Ruckman. is a guy called Oscar Steen. He's 19 years old, 204 centimetres. He played Sanford Reserves largely last year for West Adelaide. And, and Craig McRae, um, we'll take a listen in a second, but Craig McRae said that he actually might not be ready. So they have to get creative. We'll have a listen to the Collingwood senior coach. We'll get your ideas, Joey, on who the heck is going to ruck for the pies on the back of this. Yeah, we've had a bad week in the, in the ruck. Stokes, um, lost Mason for a period of time and now it looks like Darcy will be out for a significant period um, oh, a half joke with Jamie on the way out, then he might be rocking next week <laughs> So who have you got Joey? Billy Frampton, who was excellent at fullback, played his best game for the Pies last night, he's an option Dan McStay, Ash Johnson what would you do about... Well, first of all, are you okay? Did you have a heart attack when you saw your man Pendles take a couple of ruck contests? You would have, your heart would have been in your mouth. Uh, as, as the great Wayne Carey said, you don't put a Rolls Royce out to plough up. No, plow that's up. Right. Did you see the goal, however? Oh, my gosh. Let's not worry about the Pendles goal. It was <laughs> off the charts. What about, could Craig McRae yes. throw Darcy Moore into the ruck? There's oh, always been talk. Do we just see it? We know he's an elite 
defender. Yep. Could we just see it for a week or two? And could he be Adam Goods and just take Ooh. some ruck contests and run around the ground and be a Brownlow medal player in waiting if he did now? I don't think they will, but that's just an idea. Yep. I think they'll probably have to use Dan McStay. Yep. Uh, or Brody. Oh, not Brody, probably Dan McStay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the two in parts, which just does for me. Um, I mean, it underlines the value in McStay getting him. I know there was a lot of criticism about the price, 650 or whatever. He's, he's about to save. He's about to save Collingwood over yeah. the next six weeks with his work in the ruck work. Will it hurt him? How much will it hurt him? And will they regret the Grundy move? Oh, I don't think they regret the Grundy move. Not yep. where they're at right now with yep. their football, but no doubt it hurts. I mean, yep. it's probably a conversation for another time, but it, for me, highlights whether we should have smaller list sizes, but the ability to go and access any player you want from state league footy. A pick and if, pluck. If you need someone to fill in. And they could go right now and find the best ruckman in the Sandfall or yep. the VFL or the Waffle yep. and get them to play, you know, pay, pay match payments yep. for five, six weeks until they get one of their first stringers back. Did you used to watch Hey Hey at Saturday back in the day like yeah, I did? Yeah, Pluck a Duck. Yeah, Pluck a Duck. What about Pluck a Ruck. Pluck a Ruck. I don't mind it. I like it, Jay-Z. Very, very good. Uh, yes, it was really good performance. We know back to Thursday night very quickly. It was yep. a... Uh, oh, actually, can I ask about yeah. the Tigers quickly? Yes, you can. I'm fascinated by the Tigers right now, right? Are they coming or going? Now, this is a team with seven 30-year-olds in the list. They drew with Collingwood round one despite having 20 more instead of 50s. Carlton with Carlton. Oh, sorry, Carlton in round one. Please excuse me. Round two, they fended off Adelaide. Yep. Right? And last night were comprehensively beaten by the best team in the competition. Their next three weeks, Joey, are real tough. Yep. They've got the Western Bulldogs, they've got Sydney, and they've got Melbourne on Anzac Day Eve. Now, they can't afford to go 0-3 and three over the next three no, weeks. No, certainly can't. No. What, what, I feel like this next three weeks is a crossroads for Richmond. Do you see them zigging or zagging? Because this polarises everyone. Yeah, no, look, I see them hovering. I think that they are a, a top eight team, but around that mark. I mean... People, they had six of their starting 18 not playing last night. Yep. So we know about Dusty and, and uh, Jaden Short. Yeah, Hopper. And Hopper. Um, yep. They were missing Gibkiss, who's Broad. now a first stringer. Broad's a first stringer. Ivan Soldo, they like having the two rucks in that team. It would have played instead of maybe, uh, uh, you know, Samson, yes. Ryan, who's still developing. So, look, they're, for me, yeah. a hold. Yep. Yes, they don't want to go zipping three. Yep. If they can break even, mm. durability is going to be a factor for Richmond throughout the season. But they're a team around the mark. You wouldn't want to play them when they're up and flying. Yep. They're just not up and flying at their very best yet. Yeah, so do you think... Do you feel they're a top four threat? Are they a top four team? Oh, they're probably below the top four. I think there are four, team, four or five yeah. teams above them at the moment, but yeah. they're, they're hovering around that lower part of the eight. Just lastly on the Tigers, um, Damien Hardwick made a big point about their skill execution and their kicking last poor, night. Poor out of the back half. 28 um, giveaway turnovers, yeah. he said, in the first half. That was Daniel Rioli. Dylan, Dylan Grimes gave up a couple of horrible kicks Dylan out of the back line. So how does he fix Real coach killers. I mean, they've been a tough team and a high-pressure yeah. team, Richmond. Have they ever been a really super slick team? Or, I mean, it was like last night a night off. How do they No, nah, that's a, bad, they that's a bad night. Dylan Grimes is better than that. Yep. Really. Oh, I mean, you're right. They, they turn the ball over without Collingwood pressure on their own too easy. So that's yep. something you can fix up in a week. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So that was a bad night for bad night in the office for Richmond. But the Pies, they're yep. flying three and zip with a couple of injury concerns. Mm-hmm. Hey, we will keep moving because yes. there are some other big games to Ooh. come. What a big round of footy Massive. it is. We'll touch on a few of them after this. We might even get Bernie Vincent, Mark Rusciuto yes. to dissect the showdown. And we will touch on the Saints 150. That's all to come after this. You're listening to Footy Talk.
You're listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Listener, please hit the like button, leave us a review or rating. New episodes every day at lunchtime here with Jay Clark on this Saturday. But Jay, we spoke about some big games this weekend. None bigger over in South Australia than the showdown. Port Adelaide, Adelaide. Yeah. Now we could easily dissect that, but we thought, you know what, let's go straight to the best in the business. Yes. Two men that know the showdown better than anyone. Let's throw it at Bernie Vince and Mark Rusciuto as they talk about the showdown tonight and some of their memories. Right, a massive showdown tonight, Rue, Port Adelaide and Adelaide. It's, um, well, to me, there's never been more on the line for two clubs that need to bounce back. Both pretty ordinary performances last week, Port in particular, but they've got a lot to play for as well. Is there going to be, well, I'm expecting, I'm expecting a bit of spice in this one. Your thoughts? Well, there has to be. Adelaide don't want to be zipping through. They need to uh, actually get some consistency into their game. They've been really in and out of games, and what they need to do is reward them They've played some fantastic footy, but then just not putting it on the scoreboard. So there's nothing like a showdown to straighten up your preparation yep. to get you laser focused and no matter that's why if you doesn't matter if you're in good form or bad form before a showdown because there's so much on the line everyone's talking about it, the media your family your <laughs> friends your coaches everyone so it doesn't matter beforehand what's been going on when you get the day of the showdown you want to play well so i think it's a perfect time for the Crows. It's perfect time for Port to get back to their best football. I think uh, tonight's game is going to be a cracker. What about physicality on the contest? Is it going to be a brutal one? Are we going to see, you know, like going back a few years, are we going to see some scuffles? Some Is there <laughs> the genuine hatred? I feel like this week... I reckon there'll be some fire. Yeah, There's, there's no think... doubt there's going to be some fire. Uh, there always is because it means so much and that's what might sharpen up both sides. I think, uh, you know, some of the showdowns over the years have been really hard and tough because no one wants to lose. Yep. The, who can play the toughest for longest generally wins a showdown, whether you last a quarter, whether you last a half, or whether it just goes all uh, four quarters like some of them have. You remember the Phil Walsh Memorial game? Yeah. That went the whole <laughs> game. Yep. And uh, massively high scoring. Um, both sides went head to head just the way uh, Walshy would have wanted. It and it was a massive game. That, that was probably my favourite showdown. The, the Let's get on to that. What about some of your favourite showdowns over the well, well, the, the history of these? That two one clubs. was a cracker because it meant so much yep. to both. Phil Walsh had, had a massive part of Port Adelaide uh, over the early years, and then became a, a huge part of Adelaide over you know a, a six to nine month period. They were both devastated. Uh, both you know left a big hole at both clubs at the time. There was so much emotion around. Uh, Phil's daughter come out and presented the the medal afterwards. It was just, it was an amazing game of football. I think broke the record yeah. for the most people at the stadium. That, that was that was special. That was it? probably the best one. But the first one when yeah. the crows got rolled, um, you know, no one I expected that, did they? Oh, the I didn't year, expect I didn't. it. I remember, you know, there was blues on that over. I remember thinking there's blues in the car. Bro. I remember thinking whoever wins this, I'm going to support. And when Port won, I was like. No, I didn't say it. <laughs> like, no, oh, I'll take that back. <laughs> we got rolled that game. We come in. Everyone was filthy oh, in the rooms. Been. Absolutely and filthy. And the new kids on the block oh, beat you don't, up the Yeah, you don't like that. Uh, nah. Blighty, the famous uh, <laughs> thing afterwards, the game, he went up and uh, got the red. I still remember it was a red texter. Oh, and no. he wrote number 18 on the board and yeah. put a big circle around. He said, what do you reckon that means? <laughs> All us dumb buggers didn't know what Still 
the hell it means. And then uh, <laughs> Mark Bickley went, 18 games to go. That's right, Bix. That's oh, why you won the Brown Nose Award. We were one and three, four games into the 1997 season. We still had 18 games to go. And as it turned out, we went out and won the flag, won the premiership. No. So maybe Nixie needs to uh, write twenty-one on the board. Yeah, maybe that's and make sure it's in red text too. Yeah, red text. So What's your favourite? Um, I've got a few. Obviously, I wrote down the first one as well because that's a big uh, moment for South Australian footy. But um, the final in two thousand and five, when yes. Port uh, won their first final, I think, and they were coming up. And obviously, Adelaide had the I think the week we lost off. in Perth. Yeah, yeah. I oh, lost in Perth. That's right. So we got the suspended. home final. Home final the next week, yeah. Old dum dum over here got suspended. Oh, I didn't um, break his jaw, so would he? He clipped his foot on Nathan Bamboo. Only broke his jaw. Well, I didn't mean to. I was aiming for his chest. <laughs> oh, I was hey, honestly. Swear McCadden, to God, McCadden. swear on my kids' lives. I was aiming for his chest. <laughs> And then he tripped on Van Burlo and his head went from head height to chest so height. So he didn't think about pulling out? In a millisecond. Oh. You try and pull out in a millisecond. Instead of breaking his ribs, I broke his jaw. But all the talk that week for mine was, oh, poor, it's our home ground as well. It's our home final. We're going to get people there. We're going to win. And Adelaide come out and absolutely belted him. So that was one for me. And just one that I've been involved in was 2008. I was only, I think it was about my 10th game, 11th game, and we lost, I think we lost four players. We had um, Porps popped his shoulder at one stage. Paul he had Pleasure. to come off. Jason Paul Pleasure, sorry. Uh, Nathan Bassett got knocked out. Remember he got the tackle by, um, I think it was Thomas from, from Nord that yes. played for Port? Yeah. Tackled him. It was like that full forward tackle. Slammed yeah. his head in the ground, slid on him. He was out. out. He took... I don't know, it's three was minutes Jericho or something. Jericho in that game? Jericho got his sternum broken yep. by Dean Brogan. That was one of the biggest hits I've ever seen yep. live. That was unbelievable. So he's off. Chris Massey just decides to do a hamstring when all this carnage is going on. There's fights. And this is when Vinny Del Bono, our head trainer, went down. Remember, he thought he got hit by no, someone and uh, just tipped the... Did a mayo. He got his hat, got the edge of his hat. He's gone down. He did he's the old goal lump So... Dr. Potter, he's running out thinking he's going to have to help Luke Jericho split his sternum in half, and there's the head trainer rolling around. He's like, I don't know who to go to here. I'm like, don't worry about Buddy Vinny. Looking for a bit go of meat to, Yeah, no, that, so that was a big one. We just, we held on to win by four or five points, I think, and with no one on the bench, and that was a memorable one for I, me. I used to have I bets I think I won the medal cousin. too, Rue. That's probably oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to have bets with my cousin, Joe DeVito, who's no longer with us anymore, but uh, uh, Joe was a mad port man, yep. um, and like a lot of the Italians are, they were the back from Port or Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we were, we used to either bet big, you know, big bets because he liked to punt as well. Yeah. It was either thousand bucks, <laughs> a bottle of Grange, or oh, one day I lost, my, I lost a fish tank too. Oh. <laughs> I've had a big what, fish, fish tank, in it? like I had a massive fish tank at my house, <laughs> uh, two big fish tanks, and I lost my fish tank oh. doing that. Uh, a few yabbies in that room. Joe. That's why I named my son Joe after Joe. Oh, Yabby, nice, like that. Hey, one player that stands out, and I know he's on the opposition, but in showdowns, uh, and I'll ask you the same question mm. in a minute, big player in a big showdown, Chad Corns. He was one that oh. always seemed to, he didn't have to play well, but he's just, there's something about Barometer. him. Barometer. That's a good way to describe him mm. in showdowns. He's one that stands Chest out, puffed out for me. Just, you know, the big cannons, oh, yeah. tanned up, the bleached hair. 
and Big Boy would run around and, and Dean Brogan was a little bit like that as well, but Chad more so because he didn't really even have to do anything, well, but you knew he was there. That was bloody good Josh side. Franco was a yeah. tough midfielder. He's one that probably stands out for me as performing in the big showdowns. Is there anyone that stands oh, out? Oh, Franco because he was around the midfield. Yep. Brogan was in yep. the ruck around there. They, they had some tough players what all over Adelaide? Uh, what other than me? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say me as well. <laughs> Apart from us, Roo. We I better leave us. That bloke Jeez. called Bernie Vince. Yeah, I love, no, I love you too, Roo. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That's uh, about it. There was no one else any good in there. Nah, not really. McLeod wasn't any good. Nah, he was no Goodwin good. was no nah, good. Tyson ordinary. Edwards was no nah, good. Modra was no good. <laughs> nah, they were Smart all was no good. Hey, Hart was no nah, good. Jeez, nah. we actually had a pretty good side back then, didn't we? We did hey, have a few good players. One moment as well I forgot to mention in that first showdown Scotty Cummings and Rod Jamison no. did, you, Any now, did anyone landing land? a fist that was like Wakeland and Lynch Jamo. in the grand final did, he's a big target there? Scotty Cummings did, well, that was, Jamo started that didn't he you know they were working together on radio that year <laughs> uh, this is true story that's why you and Ditz going for it yeah, that wouldn't last long <laughs> Ditz would knock me out uh, but, uh, no they were working together on radio that year together. and ended up having the biggest punch on of did all time did they speak after that oh, I don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, they threw a few punches. But anyway, it should be a ripping game yeah. tonight. Can't wait. Enjoy. Well, a few of the other big games this round, Jay-Z. Let's whip through them because it is a cracking game. Yep. I can't wait for Melbourne-Sydney Sunday. I think that'll give us a good line on which team is, is maybe ahead of the other or where, one of the favourites. Where are you tip? Where are you going? still leaning towards Melbourne, but yeah. with no real faith. That's yes. going to be an interesting one. Swans could easily win that. Yep. Swans are flying under the radar. I know they had two lesser teams, Gold Coast and Hawthorne to start, but I think they are flying under the, the radar. And Derby's massive, particularly yep. for Fremantle. There's that one. But then oh. also there's a big game tonight. Yes, big night for one, the club. Yeah, the 150 anniversary, yes. St Kilda v the Bombers. It's going to be a big night. I mean, yep. at 150 years, it shows that the resilience and the, the passion and the loyalty of yes. the St Kilda people, that the yep. club is still around to be, yep. after yep. one flag in just 150 years. Yes. And still, to be fair, thriving and, and searching for that second flag. But uh, it's and, going to be a nice night tonight. And um, do you know what I love about tonight and this weekend? It has been... So St Kilda doesn't have the premiership. Ships, which everyone knows talked about a thousand times. They've got one flag, right? What they have done and what they have looked to do is to celebrate the champions of the footy club, if you know what I mean. Because St Kilda, while they don't have the flags, have had some phenomenal players. And tonight, I think at the Hall of Fame, they'll be talking about more of their absolute legends of the footy club. But, um, you know, when you think about Robert Harvey, Tony Lockett, Daryl Border, Brownlow medalist, Ian, Ian Stewart, Lenny Hayes, one of your great mates, you know, there are some absolute icons of, of football. But who for you, and we touch on this, Joey, who for you stands above all else. you got Tony Lockett, I think he kicked 900 goals. Robert Harvey, was he back-to-back Brownlow medals? Yeah. Did he win 97, 98? Yeah. And Stuart, a Brownlow medalist, I think he left and played for Richmond. But is there one face you can put on? Who would? Where do you go when you oh, think of that? The champion player of the St Kilda Football Club. Nick Rewalt. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously Rewalt and Hayes are the guys I played with, so it's hard. But then you think Lockett and Harvey are the two that at least yep. I saw and can remember because then there's Bulldog and Stewart that, yep. you know, I, I hear the stories about yes. how good they were. So it is all it is always hard, but they are the names. I mean, yes, yep. it's sort of sometimes a little bit, I suppose a little bit annoying that people think we we choose to celebrate the individuals over, yes. the, over success. The problem is we have to celebrate the individuals because <laughs> we can't celebrate yes. the premiership. You're a great not, team, Joe. It's not like the St Kilda, the whole history is that we put 
put individuals above the team. Of I mean, course not. It's, uh, it, that's just unfortunately the, the way it is. I mean, yep. we've had a lot of hard luck in grand finals and, and finals yep. that have just been part of St Kilda's story. Yep. But that's it. But it's not to be nice to reflect on, yes. as you said, the people yes. more so at the club yeah. And, yeah. and some of the characters. So can't yeah. wait for that. Hey, before we wrap up, you always like to look ahead and you are the best at it. Yeah. Sunday's paper. Yeah. Where do you think the headline will be? Because we've got Clark OV, Sam Mitchell yes. this afternoon. Gold Coast Geelong. Yes. Could the Cats be zipping threes at yes. a game from tonight? What do you think? Yes. Super Saints, Joey. I think Ross Lyon, they're going to be chanting his name around the MCGs. They go 3-0 over the Bombers. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens there with the Clarko uh, Mitchell thing there. We're, on the tensioner meter, where, where are you rating it? What are you picking up? Oh, I think up? it'll be tense. Yeah. I think they'll both, gee, both coaches will want to win bad. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll never see two coaches yes. prance around a coach's box as much as these two tonight. They fell out. Yeah. No, what They absolutely fell out, these two. But um, Doyens of um, footy and and well, you don't think Mitch is going to be there you have to be a big call throughout the week. He said it's going to take him 10 years to rebuild, etc. And then Mitch isn't going to be don't the one Don't say that... I said it would take 10 years. <laughs> I said it would be closer to 10 than 3 to 5. I'm trying to get a rise yeah, out of you. No, it will be. They're in for a long haul. Yep. They're in their second year of a yep. rebuild. But you know, the only reason I say that is because of history. No team in history yep. has gone right to the yep. bottom and rebuilt in yep. 3 to 5 years. It yes. just doesn't happen. So yes. unless Hawthorne can somehow pull off something that, that yes. uh, no one else has really been able to do, good luck to them. My one point on the Hawks is their mistake is not doing this to the list. The mistake is not doing it a year earlier. We talked about this, right? They, I, I don't mind them cutting back the list with O'Meara and Mitchell, but I, I think they should have made these big decisions, bolder decisions, the year before. Well, they tried. They yeah, tried. They just couldn't get rid of them. They didn't try hard enough. That's because right. they wanted... They wanted a bit too much. Top 15, yeah. top 16 yeah. picks. And they, had to, yeah. they had to settle. Anyway, um, big, big day for uh, Clarko and uh, and Mitch. It and um, for all the St Kilda people, hope it's an absolute beauty on Saturday night. Absolutely. Hey, if you have a question for us, make sure you hit us up at Instagram at footytalk underscore pod or TikTok at Footy Talk Pod. Tomorrow, we hear from people on the ground at both the showdown and the Saints for Essendon game to find out the big talking points out of today's footy. Hope you enjoy the action. We certainly will. We'll do it all again tomorrow on Footy Talk. Listener.